Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. What is good, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of 8-Figure Agency, where we help you build a thriving 8-figure agency that does not need you to scale, grow, and operate. And today we have Ben Settle, the founder of bensettle.com, where I brought him on because I want to learn more and you have requested, and your request has been heard, want to learn more about growing a newsletter, monetizing a newsletter, and growing your business as a result of the newsletter. So Ben... Thank you so much for coming on. For everyone that doesn't know you, who is Ben Settle? What do we got to know about you? How did you become the newsletter guy? Let's start there. And this, for the sake of time, this is like a half hour story. I will condense this down to a few minutes here. So I'll just say that for a long, long time, and this isn't the case anymore because I like to work long hours now. I don't have to. I just like to. I went a good six or seven years where my whole existence, and I'm, I'm, there's no exaggeration what I'm about to say, <laughs> my whole existence was wake up, write an email, and I was done for the day, right? Like that was my entire lifestyle for about six years. I was burned out. I built this thing. I just was just burned out. I'm like, that's all I want to do. <clears throat> and during that time, my business grew and my income grew and all that. And people would invariably ask, so what do you do for a living? I don't go to parties and stuff, but sometimes you get roped into these things. And I would just say, well, I'm like a bum who gets paid. And I'd say, what do you mean? I said, well, I wake up, I write an email, I'm done. I go play the rest of the day. And that is basically the philosophy I've been following as far as all that you really need to do to grow and scale a business in a lot of ways with email. It's not the only thing you need to do, obviously, but from the email side. Now, again, I work much harder than that now, but I still only write, I still write like an email a day, sometimes multiple email a day, but basically an email a day. And, you know, I didn't invent this concept or this philosophy. I've learned from much smarter people than myself, but I think consistency is key. And if there's one thing I can share with people, it's that. Just get good at email, write an email a day, be consistent about it. And I think you'll find that your sales just go crazy over time because you're building this weird sort of bond and engagement with people that you just can't get within, with social media or anything else. I love this. And it's like, even it's really making me think because, you know, I have a newsletter. I have thousands of people that are subscribed to my, you know, email list. I've considered doing this and I've gotten better at short form as a result of Twitter. Thank you, Twitter. But, you know, I really have no fucking clue what to do. So, you know, we've, we're actually expanding, we're hiring people to train us on newsletter stuff, but for guys like me and the novice who's like, okay, Ben, I hear you, but I am going into this world with a cl- I have no fucking clue what to do, Ben. Like, how do you do newsletter or the daily email well? And are you sending an email 365 days or they're like off for holiday? Every day. And oftentimes, if I'm selling something specific, like if it's a launch or a, a camp, an affiliate campaign or, you know, a, a something where I'm just a special sale, right? I'm selling something. I'll send two, three, four, five, even up to seven emails. <laughs> like I, 
you have to understand. Here's the way to. Here's something to think about. The people who are not going to ever buy from you, one email is too much for them. One email a year is too much for them. Okay, one email every ten years is too much for them. There are people who, if you're doing your other marketing right, and I'm assuming everyone, you know, has a good handle on that who's listening to this. There are people who want to hear from you. You're not in position on them as long as you're talking about something that's interesting to them. So here's my point. I'm not a big fan of just you know spanking out these like you know blatant sales pitches. Like if you do that every day, there are markets where you almost have to do that. I admit it, but I don't really sell to those markets. Like BizOp, for example, it's not my. In fact, I can't even help people who do BizOp because it's such a the the I, the, I don't want to insult anyone. But the market is just very low IQ. Really, and I don't know how to say it. They're just they're addicted to the dopamine drip of buying new stuff, and that's not what I'm about. I'm about building relationships, long-term relationships, building not just buyers but customers. And the dictionary has two different versions of that, or they they basically say the same thing. But this guy Ken McCarthy, founding father of internet marketing as we know it, uh, he's been at this a very long time. He puts it perfectly: a buyer is someone who buys maybe once. Maybe they never buy again. But a customer is someone who makes a custom of buying from you over and over, and that is where email comes in. And that's why if you're just starting out and you don't know where to begin, and you're like, I don't know what to do, don't worry about all this jargon. Forget all this thing like click-throughs and opens and all that. Just forget all that. None of it matters. What you want to do is build relationships. You want the relationship. So don't sell the click, as people say. Sell the relationship. So it doesn't mean you don't sell an email. I sell in every single email. I'm always selling something. However, not at the expense of the relationship. So if you go in with that attitude, it, it should not be intimidating to anybody. I am not advocating pissing people off. Although if you do it right, you will piss people off, but that's good. I'm advocating building a relationship with the best people on your list, the ones most likely to buy, the ones who not only are likely to buy, but who want to buy. They're in the market for what you're selling. Now, if we're talking to agency owners here, they're on your list because they're looking. To, they're looking for an agency. They're looking for whatever it is you do. Uh, give them that red meat, feed them. You know, don't hold back. <laughs> Use an email and talk about that topic. There's two mistakes that people make when they're just starting with email. And if you just avoid these two mistakes, you almost can't go wrong. One of the mistakes, and, and it doesn't matter how good your writing is. In fact, good writing is nothing to do with anything. The bit, the first mistake is what I was talking about already, which is just lobbying blatant pitches every day. You know, something for sale, buy one, you know, whatever. Last chance, like the worst subject line you can use, in my opinion, is last chance. But you know, all that stuff. Forget that. Do do not just come in and just sell people. You do want to sell in your email, but you want to build a relationship first. Now, the second mistake people make is the polar opposite of that, and that is they just give free information away. They 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 almost give like free teachings away, like almost like a free book, free chapter, like they. Like stuff that they should be paying for, they give away free, and that is a huge mistake. Like that, and that's there's a time for it, where it might make sense. But if you're doing it like every day, you're just gonna bore the hell out of people. The worst mistake you can make is being boring. And there's nothing more boring than just getting a blatant sales pitch or just hard cold training every day. That would be my biggest piece of advice for just starting out. So let me ask you this: like, I have no clue because I am not an email reader. You know what I mean? So like. I wasn't a Twitter writer until I got into Twitter and I started learning Twitter. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I probably need a subscriber in the email to learn. So I guess my first question, because I'm going to do this live with you. Okay. Where bensettle.com, I go to subscribe to start reading your daily newsletter. Daily yeah. Email. I mean, you call you it a daily the... email too. You don't call it a newsletter. No, I don't call it a newsletter because it's just, um, it's not a newsletter. It's just, a, it's a daily 
dialogue. It's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's it, you could call it a newsletter. I mean, it's not like nothing wrong with it. I actually sell a print newsletter, but that's something people pay for. To me, a newsletter should have to me it should have more value attached to it than just like a you know digital bite. <laughs> but it's interesting. So you said that you're you're not you don't read emails, right? So I hate emails, um, but I no. but I know the value of it. Honestly. Well, no, this is a very valid point, actually, that you're making. If you're going to use email or sell with email, you should, you should definitely at least be a reader of emails that you find interesting. So I say that because you're never going to know what it's like to be staring at an inbox with you know 30 emails in it and determining what to delete and whatnot. It's the experience. So I don't know this guy that I'm about to mention personally, but I'm like a huge fan of his and I have all of his books and everything. So Dan Kennedy, for example. Right. I know he does not use email. He doesn't have, he doesn't even have an email address. Apparently I have friends of mine who are talk to him all the time. He makes them fax him. And this guy is brilliant, a brilliant marketer. I can tell you, he says things about email where it's like, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You know, it's nothing that he's bad. It's not like he's dumb or anything. It's the exact opposite. It's just that he doesn't use email. He gets all of his information from like statistics and stuff, right? Because he doesn't want to use email. He doesn't have a cell phone either, which is interesting because one of my business partners in the software business, <laughs> we sell mobile app technology. And I'm like, dude, you got to get him using mobile. He goes, Ben, this guy doesn't even have a cell phone. <laughs> There's no way he's going to. But that's the thing. He would be, he'd, he'd be the last person I would seek advice for about selling anything like how to use email or mobile technology. And so my whole point is this, if you're going to, sell email, you should use it. And it doesn't mean you have to become, you, know, you don't have to sit there for two hours a day reading email, but you should know what that feels like to stare at that inbox. You should know what it's like to be frustrated that something went into spam and you actually wanted to get it. You should know what it feels like to say, you know, just the visceral feeling you'll get with some emails that you know it's just going to bore the hell out of you. And then something that actually catches your attention because that's the only way you're really going to get a feel for it. So you know, it doesn't mean you have to be on a hundred lists. I, in fact, I'm on very few lists myself. I'm very, I curate who, you know, content like crazy. You kind of have to, I think. The first thing I would recommend is just get on some lists. Mine if you want, but really just any brand, it doesn't have to be marketing related, uh, that you like. And just see what they, and, and the shitty stuff is the, probably going to learn the most from. Just don't do what they're doing. This is Jordan Ross. Booking meetings at scale month over month is hard. Over the last three years, I've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their seven and eight figure businesses. I've taken all of these systems and now my agency, Eight Figure Agency, books 60 to 85 meetings a month. That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million dollar run rate. I want to help simplify lead generation for your agency, so I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. If you want to set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free training today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. So let me ask you, if our listeners want to learn, it's just, you actually have to study and then outside of that and read and sign up for a few newsletters. Do you have any frameworks that you actually write like mental frameworks or writing frameworks that you use, or is it literally conversational and it's just more stream of consciousness? It's very, um, I mean, I'm a trained copywriter, so I'm sure that seeps in 
Like I write very, my messages have a very specific beginning, middle and end. It's not something that I've codified or anything like that. It's just, you write enough emails, you write enough articles. I used to do write a lot of easing articles and you just start getting a feel for it. But none of that really matters as much as you being a real person that people connect with. See, what a lot of people don't understand is that nobody's really buying the benefits. I mean, they are, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not important, but nobody's really buying the benefits of the product. They're buying you first, right? Like I'll give you an example, and this isn't even like an email example, but a couple of years ago, I had to buy a car for my wife. She was pregnant and we needed to get something that's not my car, which is kind of sporty, you know, two door, you can actually have a real vehicle. And we went to this car dealer, some Mazda dealer. Now, I was already telling you, I live in like a, a boondocks, right? There's not a lot of car dealers out here, but there's this Mazda dealer about a half hour south of here. The lady, the salesperson was the most pleasant person you could ever like want to deal with. She never tried to really sell anything. She just kind of talked to us about life, you know, about what's going on in the area, you know, just interesting stuff. Yeah, we went, did the test drive and all that. By the time it came to buy, I can tell you, I didn't even want to haggle with her. Like, I just wanted to buy from her, you know, and we're going to get a car from her. I don't, I'm not even going to haggle the price. I want this person to have a commission. You know, it was like that kind of stuff. That's how you want to be in emails. You don't want to come off as like, this person's trying to sell me something. You, know, you don't want them, you want to be antagonistic, right? You just want to be the person that connects with them, who has their back, who talks about relevant, interesting things. And yes, you're going to, you know, if you do it right, you're going to plug something somewhere in that email, but it's not like a sales letter. It's just, a, it's a conversation. So there's this guy, maybe you've heard of this guy. I don't know. He's, this guy died many years ago, but he's a very popular ad man. His name was Leo Burnett, the Leo Burnett agency. So you're an agency guy. I'm sure you've heard of Leo Burnett. That's like the biggest, one of the biggest agencies out there. He's been around since the 1930s. And Leo Burnett had this, uh, he was very successful, by the way, in his advertising. He died in 71. He never used email. But he taught something that is the best email lesson I've ever heard. And it's in this book called Communications of an ad man. It's just like internal teachings to his own agency. Very hard to find, actually, but if you find it, I highly recommend it. And he called it friendly familiarity. And he was talking about how, let's say you're just, because back then people would take the train to work and all that. And let's say you're, every day you go stand in line to go on the train. And every day you kind of see the same person. You've seen insurance sales. And every day you just kind of have a conversation with this guy. And he has a conversation with you. And you're just familiar with the guy. And when you're ready to buy insurance, there's no way you're going to buy from anyone but him because there's that friendly familiarity. And in fact, his agency, they wouldn't even do advertising unless you did multiple um, ads. So if it was radio spots, they, if, you didn't do, if you didn't buy multiple spots, they wouldn't even bother with you. If you did a magazine advertising, you didn't do multiple inserts over a certain amount of time, they didn't deal with you. Same with TV because he goes... You need that friendly familiarity to really connect with the, with the company, with the person, and that sort of thing. And so that friendly familiarity is that daily email, one-on-one, -on -one, having a conversation. And it's just, it's just about, it could be about anything. I literally just, what was it? What is today, the 4th, 5th? On January 1st, I literally wrote a, a, a eulogy for my dog. <laughs> it's like an RIP to my dogs. I had to put her down, unfortunately, last week. And, you know, that connected with people. I think like almost a hundred people responded to that email. And I didn't really sell anything in that email because I didn't think it was appropriate. But my point is you can do something like that. You could have a sale and there's sometimes where you can just say, look, this thing is on sale. 
It's on sale to this day. Check it out. You can do that once in a while. I don't think you should do it every day. But as a new email person, new to the thing, don't get caught up in all this jargon. Just sit down and have a conversation. What's on your mind that would be interesting and relevant to your market, to your list, and just talk about it. It could be a problem. It could You could rant about something. You could say something very, you know, something that's unpopular that you truly believe, which is always good, I think. I mean, you'll get people trolling you and stuff, but that's actually a really good sign. It could be anything, anything you want. What you don't want to be is boring. And so if I have any one piece of advice, it's really that. Just don't be boring. It sounds like we should be reading and being entertaining. And what was that book one more time for everyone that missed that? Because I'm actually going to go on Amazon and buy it right now. And if you can find it, that's awesome. Is it, I think I found it in 2018. It was like $300. It's really hard to find. It is called, I'm looking at it right now. It's called Communications of an Advertising Man by Leo Burnett. And it's just a collection of speeches and internal memos that he sent his agency. It's not about email. I mean, they didn't even have email back then. But there's a lot of gold in that book if you can find it. Yeah, it's not even on Amazon. Yeah, it's hard to find. I'm not, I got lucky, I think, <laughs> finding it when I did. But that's all right. It, it doesn't matter. But you don't really necessarily have to have it. It's just, to me, it was, a, it was worth mentioning. Since, you know, you guys are agency guys, right? So For who sure. better to learn from than, like, the, one of the biggest agencies on the planet? So let me ask you this. For your ventures, how much money has been made over email over, like, over your lifetime? I'm doing email. If it's just my stuff, and we're not even talking client stuff when I did client work, and I have these other businesses in the software bench world, which were basically launched basically just with email. Ah, boy, I couldn't even tell you. It's multiple millions. I mean, I don't know what the exact number would be. I know through my own shopping cart, it's over probably around 10 million by now. And that's since 2009. And I, that's when I started taking it seriously. It was like 2008, 2009. And Client stuff, I mean, I couldn't even tell you. It just depends on the client. We've launched several software offers, basically off the strength of just emails I've written and the sales copy of two, of course. And those are all doing six figures. So I, I, don't know, I don't know what the exact number would be, but I have yet to see a media that makes money faster, quicker, and I don't say easy, but certainly in a simple manner than email. Like it just blows everything away. And it's interesting because you said that you weren't on an email list. And I just got to thinking that there was some Forbes article. I don't know when this was, I think it was published a few months ago. And I found it, I found this hard to believe I'm about to say. So if you say that's bullshit, I would totally understand because I'm kind of like dubious of it too. But according to them, the average person, and I don't know who they surveyed, but the average person is on 500 email lists and has two email addresses. Now, people are using it, right? Now, even if it's half that, even if it's just a tenth of that, that's a pretty powerful marketing media right there. If there is one, I mean, that's about as good as it gets. Very fascinating. Why, why is it so effective? Like you're saying it's the best medium, like why? I have my uh, thoughts on this. I mean, most people, for one thing, don't really know what they're doing with email. Like the vast majority really don't. And so the few people that do, and it's not a big learning curve at all. The few people who just do a few things right tend to just dominate with it because they're right they're sending emails that people want to open and read as opposed to oh here's another sales pitch oh here's another commercial email so this is another reason for example i don't look at my emails as a newsletter necessarily because a newsletter to me is is newsy it's it's almost like it should be formatted nice and everything right but an email the way i do it and there are some people out there who 
vehemently disagree with me on this, but I can just tell you my experience has been that they're wrong. I think it should just look like a plain text email like you'd send to a family member talking about something interesting that you both are interested in, you know, and work here at the, somewhere in there. You just look, I got this offer. If you're interested, check it out. You can be more aggressive than that in some emails, but that's basically it. It's a one-on-one email. It's, it's just, it's just you and them. Unlike social words, I'm not against social media, but I just know that it takes a lot more to make social. You have, a, have to have a bigger audience to make it work like email, but there's just, some, I don't emails that one-on-one thing. One, my business partner in the software industry, I think his email list is only like 2,500 people. And he launched this thing where he teaches how to invest in cryptocurrency. And he made like, I don't know, it was 80 grand you know, on some coaching. It's like, whoa, uh, he couldn't have done that with, uh, you know, Twitter following or Facebook following of that many people. It just wouldn't have happened. There's just more noise out there. I mean, I'm an advocate of using whatever you want, but email to me is just, that to me is just the, the nucleus. That's like the engine, I think, that should drive anyone who's selling online. I love it. Well, Ben, you've convinced me, and you know, I don't know if it's a January thing because I have a few initiatives I need to tackle, but it is for sure a 2023 thing <laughs> that I will um, be tackling as a result of your awareness. So thank you so much. For everyone that wants to get in touch with you, that there you have, you have tickled their interest and they want to learn more, where can they get in touch with you? They can go to my site at bensettle.com. If you give me your email address, if you join my email list, all right, you will get emailed at least every day. I'll just warn you. You can opt out whenever you want. But you'll also get access to the first issue of my email player's newsletter. I charge $97 a month for it. It's really retail value. I give the first issue as a digital PDF. It's actually a physical newsletter, but I give the PDF of the first issue to people who opt in. You'll get 24 different ways to start monetizing email right in that. All you need is one or two to work, quite frankly. And if they do, and you want to stick around, great. If you don't, it's okay. Just opt out. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the information. I will start studying. You got me convinced. I will start reading daily to, to learn and study. And I'll let you know how it goes. Appreciate All your right. time. All right. Thank you. And for everyone that wants to learn and just get better at email from you, where, where, can, they, where can they go? They can just get on my list. That's the first step. BenSettle.com. Um, two T's, one L, one E. Yeah, and you, that'll, and, and I believe I even give you access to my mobile app, which has like 50 hours of content in it. So I haven't looked at that in a while, but you know, for people who like audio, video training and all that. So, oh, it's a very, absolutely a no brainer just to check it out, see if I'm worth listening to or not, and decide to stick around or not. Yeah. Beautiful. Ben, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your 2023, and hopefully we see you soon. All right. Thank you.